Hello and welcome to another CIO edition of Advice Worth Keeping, our KPMG podcast focused on the latest trends and drivers impacting the future of IT. I'm your host, Steve Bates, and today we'll be opening a two-part discussion on the quest to take actionable insights to the next level by unlocking the power of data. We're really fortunate to be joined today by three innovative leaders in this space. First, we have Bob Parr, KPMG's Chief Data Officer for Advisory, Matteo Colombo, a principal in KPMG's Data and Analytics Practice, and Pedro Colado, a director in KPMG's Financial Services Data Practice. Gentlemen, welcome to Advice Worth Keeping. Let's start with you, Bob. I think everyone has known for a while that data is the new gold, but the real challenge remains to both mine it and refine it into something truly valuable. And it seems that we're finally at a tipping point, and the urgency seems to be growing daily as companies are spending billions of dollars trying to realize value and turn data into their most strategic asset. As a guy in that role, as a chief data officer, what's behind the hype? And is transforming an enterprise's business strategy around data even truly possible? Well, short answer to that question is yes. And it's actively underway across just about every industry we work with. Before I get into that, let me start with some context. Most organizations really have been waking up about five years ago to just a whole host of data quality issues and increasing regulatory scrutiny. And as, as a result, they've really been forced into a defensive posture in how they've been addressing data and thinking about the value of data in their organization. For the most part, organizations have been brute forcing their way through the control of movement of data across their organization. Today, you know, this is changing. So data is coming center stage and it's just been fueled by couple things. One, overall awareness and growing literacy uh, to the power of data, but also fueled by AI. And AI is starting to make it possible to manage and govern much larger scale data and introduce much more cost-effective scalable operating. This is allowing us not just think about data in a defensive way, but on a much broader scope, using data to really drive our business performance. This goes well beyond just getting the numbers right on the report. You see this everywhere. I mean, whether it's weather predictions, whether it's chatbots changing the way we bank, whether or not it's geolocation data helping improve farm yields, or the way we think about patient care in hospitals. The strategic use of data is really becoming part of our data fabric. And we're still in the early days, as you said. This is we're moving away from a defensive posture to a more, I think, aggressive posture around how we use data. And I think there are some indications on how digital leaders are thinking differently about it. But what are some of the kind of gains that you see that digital leaders are seeing as a result of moving from a defensive to more of a proactive stance? I think it's a couple of perspectives. I'll start with revenue. I think that's really the biggest thing we're seeing. And, and there's a number of studies out there just in terms of how big of an impact this is going to have. I think most of them look at about three years and are saying 70 to 80 percent of revenue Across industries will depend on some form of digital offering and operation. So this is big. This is cutting to the core of what drives the growth of most organizations. I think we also see it, if you think really top down in terms of the top five market cap and how that's changed over the years. Gone are the movers that were slow to take the digital transformation, the diversified industrials, the banks, the energy companies. 
Those have been replaced by those that have really put data at the core of their operating and business models, social media companies, the content providers, the digital retailers. So you're seeing performance from a number of different directions. It's true that the digital leaders in our research out there, they are creating a significant chasm between themselves and their nearest competitors. And you're right, it's top line, bottom line, operational efficiency, employee retention, lifetime value from both employees as well as customers. So the applications are real and they are really creating, I said, a chasm between I think a competitive advantage between those that are digital leaders and those that don't. So let's talk about becoming a digital leader. And Pedro, you're out there working with clients every day. You're seeing their significant investments in their data strategy. So Pedro, what are you specifically guiding IT leaders to do? That's a great question, Steve. Like you said, working day-to-day in the field with a number of different clients, there are really four, call them data principles, that really separate firms that do this well from others. The first one is really around clarifying data accountabilities across the enterprise. As you know, data permeates every aspect of an organization, and one technology leader alone will not be able to solve this problem. So collaboration across the enterprise, across technology leaders, is absolutely required, and equally important, clear rules of engagement uh, are needed in order to really steer the ship into the same direction. The second one is really about embedding data fluency, and Bob talked a little bit about that across the enterprise, elevating employees' knowledge and skill sets in data and providing them the right tools, standards, and ways of working will really enable what we call the citizen developer and really democratize development on a broader scale. The third is about moving data creation into the business as a core competency. Essentially, this is really about reducing or eliminating the reliance on software engineers or others to curate the data and really move it upstream into the front office and thereby shortening the time to market and really operating at market speed. And the last principle is really about reimagining frictionless data supply chain. This is basically the notion that data sits at the core and everything radiates out from it. And to make that possible, organizations really need to take advantage of new and emerging technology, as well as architectural principles, such as microservices, the Lambda data processing architecture, data as a servicing, in order to really break down data silos. So these are some pretty strategic concepts. Instead of focusing on the technical or the architectural layers, these are big business contexts. And I think we're going to have to spend a few minutes unpacking these. So Bob, Pedro mentioned that Clarity and data accountabilities across the enterprise is really important. And we know that in the future of IT, it's going to be much more distributed model, and we're going to have a lot more tech-centric leaders driving specific capabilities across the enterprise. But since data is so ubiquitous, how do you see data accountabilities being handled in the C-suite going forward? You know, before I mentioned data is becoming part of business fabric. As such, it's really become a core skill of the way financial management, risk management has been a hallmark of the C-suite. And gone are the days of blaming IT for poor data quality. I think for the most part, the business leaders and line of business leaders realize they have an operational accountability. And that's also the strategic significance of the data itself. But if you look at how these business leaders are going to be supported, we're also seeing a dramatic shift there. And frankly, field today is a bit crowded. You've got a CIO, you've got a CTO, you've got data officer, chief digital officer, 
And there's a lot of overlap with their current scopes. This obviously is going to shake out over the next few years, but let me give you a sense of what we're seeing. The CIO increasingly focused on technology operations, but it's increasingly going to be a much more critical lever in managing the cost and also simplifying the business processes, focused on straight through processing and automation. Those are going to be the hallmarks more of the CIO. The CTO, again, has long been the center of sort of how we architect products and services and a little bit more tied to that top line growth customer satisfaction and customer experience. That will continue, but as we think about the types of products we'll be developing, going back to the fact that most of the products out there will be digital to some degree, they're going to be much more involved on the front end in actually defining at the onset, not as an afterthought. So their role is going to be much more prominent. The chief digital officer today, largely these roles are shepherding that transformation. As digital becomes more of a new normal, the need for that transitional role will, will start to decrease. I think in contrast to that, the chief data officer is best a two-down. They're buried either reporting to a COO or a CIO or a CFO and, or even a CRO in some organizations. They haven't yet had that prominence, and we see that, though, increasing. The reason why that shift's occurring is the chief data officers have been caught up in that defensive posturing and use of data. As we start shifting and thinking about data more strategically, that role will naturally start to elevate. And the need for senior executive in charge of that data supply chain, control and the movement across the supply chain is going to be ever increasing. So let's bring Mateo into the conversation. Mateo, senior executives are increasingly committed to the expansion of data and analytics capabilities across the enterprise, not just within centers of excellence, but there's remaining a significant gap in data literacy, both within IT as well as in the business. And we know that data literacy isn't going to happen via mandate from senior executives that Bob was just talking about. How are digital leaders closing this divide today? Steve, such an important topic because you cannot effectively monetize on data as an asset without strong data literacy, strong data fluency, and very relevant, right? Because many organizations focus on the supply side of data and less so on the consumption. But to improve and to solve this problem, it takes collaboration, both at the individual level and at the leadership level. From an individual perspective, it requires commitment to build those skills, a combination of technical and business skills. And those skills can be developed through active learning. So when you learn something, you do something. At the leadership level, we see the importance of change management. And leadership becoming active change agent for data literacy. And it starts with understanding the journey that the organization needs to take to become a data-driven organization, to map that journey down to individual tasks where value can be released with better data. It also requires better tools, better standards, better foundational capability models the organization and leadership can provide to each data users. At the same time, we have seen organizations kind of group all this activity under the umbrella of self-services, and self-services can become very quickly a panacea. So we think that by integrating self-services with a better understanding of the journey that data requires, better change management, you can have something that we call guided self-services, 
which is really the best combination of both worlds. And I really like how you characterize that. It's not just providing access to data. It's having expert guidance and technologies that make it more approachable. I think that's a key point going forward. So let's pause today's conversation here and pick this up in our next episode of Turning Data into Real Value-Producing Gold. To our listeners, you can learn a lot more about KPMG's point of view on the future of IT at kpmg.com forward slash future dash IT. I hope you'll join us again for our next provocative discussion on the future of IT on advice we're keeping. I'm Steve Bates. Thanks for listening.